guys, Coach B here. Welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach B. And so this week we're going to be talking about the topic of how do you define yourself? And so as always, I hope that you have a pen, pencil, you got your favorite journal, Um, some paper just to take some notes if you're a place where you're still or just some things even as you're driving that you will just kind of take some time to reflect on as we go through this episode of uh, talking about how we define ourselves Um, and so in some previous episodes we talked about um, just having that proper perspective how we look at things our point of view Um, Even our point of view of ourselves, what we think about ourselves, what we say about ourselves, play a great role in how we define ourselves. And so when we talk about the word define, we oftentimes talk about things that determine quality or the meaning of, the things that may distinguish us or set us apart or make us different. Um, it's also speaking of um, representation, um, how we present ourselves or represent ourselves. Um, those are the things that define us. And we, again, have talked about family history, that it does not, you know, um, speak to our future. We've talked about having proper perspective, but today we're going to just dig a little bit deeper into the things that um, we've oftentimes probably allowed to define us. And if we're really honest, we can probably find ourselves in one or two of these things, if not all of them. So let's get started. The first thing is that we oftentimes allow the opinions of others to define us. Now, be it our mother, our father, what our friends or family has said, co-workers, oftentimes we allow those things to define us and speak to our character, speak to who we are. And so therefore, we don't really get a a chance to represent ourselves. We've already been represented. We've already been distinguished, be it, you know, uh, good or bad um, or indifferent for that matter. But it's oftentimes based on their assumptions. There may be no personal experience or no personal relationship. And when it's good, you know, it's 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 fine. Um, If someone can speak well of us, you know, based on our work ethic, based on um, the honor and integrity, the character in which they've seen us um, go about our daily task on our job, our, our job duties and responsibilities, or how they've seen a person with their family, with their children. Those are things that we're often defined by. If we think about it sometimes, you know, we're defined by those things. Um, and like I said, it can be good or bad. And it can be on that person, that person's perception, their interaction, their experience with you. If it was not a good experience, then they defined you by that experience. Um, 
and not really giving way to consider that there may be other factors in, involved. It could have been that you had a bad day. It could have been that it was just a bad moment. So we don't get a chance to go back and make that first impression. So oftentimes that's the thing that sticks with people and that's what they base their definition of you on. And then they can pass that on to other people. And so people may define you by that. Um, But think about the times that we have good experiences. Say if we go somewhere and have great experience at a restaurant or with the doctor or, you know, when we get our hair done or get our nails done. That's what we expect. That's what we go and tell other people that we had this great experience um, and that we want them to have the same experience. This is what makes this person stand out. This is what makes this particular place better than this other place. That's how we're represented here in the earth. And so a lot of times we'll allow those opinions of others to define us. And so we have to make sure that if that's the case, that it's that it's something that's always positive. It's something that is having a positive impact and positively influencing people in the right way. Not that we are trying to garner attention or praise for ourselves, but just because it's the right thing to do and we want God to be pleased. And we want it to be genuine and authentic. And so we always have to be mindful to think before we speak or before we interact that we're always making sure that we're giving that godly response and not that fleshly reaction. The next thing, again, we touched on it a little bit earlier, is our family history. That is how we're oftentimes defined, maybe by what our mother did or what our father did or how my grandmother was or how my grandfather was or that aunt or that uncle. And so therefore they assume Oh, I'm the same way. Again, allowing the opinions of others to define us. And so, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, our family history is not our future. We get the opportunity to forge a different path and not allow the family history to be something that defines us in today and then continues to define the family name for generations to come. That we can truly be those generational curse breakers and and start a new path for others to follow in that footstep. So we have to take a moment to kind of step back and just think about things that we've heard people say about family members or the family or what have you um, and decide if we really want to continue to to be um, in that same vein or to be thought of or spoken of in that same way and begin to make some different decisions um, as far as how we are defined or how we are perceived or um, the thing that um, makes us uh, distinguished even if it's not in a good sense, not if, even if it's not in a positive way. It's the thing that definitely stands out. You know, if it's the thing that people say, oh, you know, when you talk to her, she's going to go off. Yeah, that whole family. You know, that begins the, the perception and the perspective to be formed. Um, 
in your mind if you're not careful or in the minds of others if they're having that experience with you. And so we have to take a minute to look at our family history and if that is something that has defined us um, currently where we are and how we can begin to make that different. Um, The next thing is our past mistakes. We have to get to a place that we realize that our past mistakes do not define us, that they are a part of our history. They are a part of creating who we are, um, but they do not define us. We are not our mistakes. Those things happened absolutely, be it that it was something that we did in, in hopes that we were doing the right thing, or it was something that we were doing to try to take care of a situation or you know, to clean up a mess that we had already made. Or if we were doing it out of a place of selfishness or, or deep pain and hurt, we are not defined by those things. We keep those things going oftentimes. We continue the storyline. We continue that narrative because um, that's, that's the perspective that we have. And we think that because that's the perspective or the assumption that is made about us. We just continue into it. We just continue to, to, to act that out and show up that way in the world. Um, and then we almost do it from a stance of being a victim. And so when people see us, they know what they're going to get. They know exactly what we're going to say. They already know our angle. It's always going to be, you know, oh, she just wants somebody to feel sorry for. Here she comes with the sob story. So that's how they define you. That's their perception of you. So they're going to go way to the left to avoid trying to be in a conversation with you because you continue that. And instead of standing up and saying, I'm no longer going to be a victim to this thing, We let our past mistakes continue to define us or use it as an excuse as if we don't know any better. And so when is the time that we're going to say, because I know better, I am now going to do better, that I am no going to be defined by these things or be represented here in the earth in this way, but that I'm going to do something different that distinguishes me from my past. What will I do to distinguish myself from my past and not allow our past to be the thing that really continues to weigh us down and bog us down and and then we're not productive, we're not fruitful, we're not really advancing, we're not growing, we're not flourishing because we're still in that dark place. And so when I was even thinking about um, this topic, I thought about how we, how do you defile yourself? How do you defile yourself? And so we even think about defiling something. It's something that's unclean. It's something that's dirty, something corrupt, something that's watered down, diluted. Um, It's contaminated. So oftentimes, because we continue to defile ourselves, we continue to define ourselves by that. And we can even flip that and say because we continue to defile ourselves that that is how we continue to define ourselves Ooh. so either way it's not good 
We don't have to let our past, our past mistakes, the things that we have allowed to, you know, make us dumb ourselves down to be the thing that continues to define us. And we no longer have to continue to allow ourselves to be contaminated by what people define us as, how they uh, perceive us. We can change that and, and raise the standard so that we're no longer defined by that and we are no longer defiled by that. We've got to make that distinguishing difference. That's how we can distinguish ourselves. We can distinguish ourselves by no longer being defined by the things that may have defiled us or we have defiled ourselves with. Those are three powerful Ds. And so we have to really take the time to look at that. What have we been doing to ourselves, to defile ourselves. If we've been dumbing ourselves down, then that's the assumption that people make. But then when we begin to speak differently and really show up the way that we really are intended to be, then that whole thing changes. It's, it's turned on its head. And so now people begin to look at us different. They now see that we're desiring to represent ourselves and 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 be distinct in this way that we're not gonna follow the crowd, but we're gonna do something different because we now know who we are and that is how we define ourselves. We no longer water down the truth. We no longer go along to get along or to be a part of the cool kids club, but we're gonna be distinguished. We're gonna have, we're gonna be men and women of distinction and honor. We're gonna represent ourselves and we're gonna represent God well and to the fullest here in the earth. And so that starts with really taking that evaluation and looking at those things. And so, um, we always have a transformative thought for every week. And so I hope you have your paper. I hope you have your pen or you'll jot this down somewhere and you just kind of reflect um, on this over the week. And so our transformative thought for this week is I no longer am defined by my past or what the world thinks. I am defined by what God says about me and by what he does, what he desires to do through me. I am defined by what God says about me and by what he desires to do through me. That is how we should show up in the world. That light should always be shining. You know, um, the psalmist even says, you know, I am who you say I am. I'm a child of God. That is who I am. And so that's how I show up in the world. That's the confidence that I walk in all the time and trust in his plan for me, his perfect will for my life and let him do what he desires to do through me in that time, in that season, in my life. Let that be the thing that takes over in any circumstance and in any situation. And so as we go into our transformative truths, these are based on some things that I just gathered from reading Deuteronomy 7 and 6, where it says, For you are a holy people, set apart, for, set apart to the Lord your God, 
the Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be a people for his own possession. That is his very special treasure. So right there, God has already defined us. He has already distinguished us. He has already um, made us very distinct in how we are to show up in the earth. We are his very special treasure. He has chosen us out of all the peoples on the face of the earth. That is such an overwhelming, powerful statement to know that we are his very special treasure. So he's already set us apart. And so we are already defined by the word of God. And so there is nothing else. It doesn't matter what our husbands say, what our mothers say, what our fathers say, what our friends say, while we value their opinions and, and how they feel and how they view us. Yes, those things are important to us. But at the end of the day, all that really matters is what God says. And he has made it very clear in his word. And so the first thing that I want you to recognize and begin to work on, even as you determine to um, maybe write down a list of affirmations, things that you just speak over yourself every day while you're brushing your teeth or getting ready for work or as you're driving to work in your car or going to the grocery store, whatever it is. First thing, know that you are not defined by things. We talked about this earlier. It's The material things do not matter. God is not going to um, judge us by the house that we lived in, the car that we drove, the salary that we have on the job, how many friends we had on Facebook, how many likes we got on this post. He's not going to care about those things. He is going to be looking at the things that we have done here in the earth. Were we faithful to the assignment? Were we faithful to what he called us to do? Did we steward our gifts and talents and treasures wisely? Did we give selflessly? Did we serve uh, with joy in our hearts? Those are the things that are going to be called into question, not the material things. God desires for us to experience his overflow in those things. Absolutely. But not to let those things define us, not allow those things to defile us and not allow those things to destroy us. And so we have to remember we're not defined by things. The next thing we're not defined by what others think of us. We don't have to be defined or internalize the opinions of others. I have always loved the saying, what others think of me is none of my business. I don't have to give in to their opinions. I don't have to care about what they say behind my back, to my face, to the side of me. None of that. I don't internalize any of that because their opinion is just that, theirs. And so I don't have to allow that to be something that infects my spirit. And I'm not defined by what they say. They may try to define me. They may try to corrupt me. They may try to 
water me down, but if I know what's on the inside of me, if I know what God has put on the inside of me, there is nothing that a person here on this earth can do to water it down or corrupt it as long as I am mindful and conscious not to corrupt it, you know, and allow other things to corrupt it, that I don't take that word that a person is saying and allow it to corrupt the seed, but to believe and trust and rely in the incorruptible word of God. That is all the foundation that I need to stand on. Remember, God has already spoken about who you are. And at the end of the day, again, that's another incorruptible seed. We have to be reminded of what Deuteronomy 7 and 6 says, that we are his very special treasure, that he has chosen us out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be a people of his own possession. He made an intentional decision to adopt us into his family. And so anything outside of that, it doesn't matter. People are going to say what they want to say. They're going to think what they want to think. They're going to do what they want to do. But it is not something that I have to allow to defile me or define me or to lead me on a path of destruction, but to remember what God says about me, to remember that he left the 99 just to come and get me, that he did not leave me in the muck and the mire of all of my mess and my mistakes, but he chose to clean me up, to, to continue to perfect my gifts for his glory, that he had a purpose and a plan for my life, and that that is all I need to chase after is him, be persistent in my pursuit of him, that all the other things in the world you know, don't matter at the end of the day that I just have to stay focused only on what God says about me and what God asks me to do, what he puts my hands to do, be faithful over that. Know that you are exactly where you are supposed to be and you are exactly who you are supposed to be. Whatever you find yourself doing in this season, whatever place you find yourself in, in this season of your life, it is not by accident. God is even doing a greater work in you. He's defining you and redefining you even more. He is distinguishing you even more. He is setting you apart even more. He is doing greater in you so that you can represent him at a greater level. And so don't don't get so caught up in the place that you're in. Don't look to the right or to the left. Don't look at what your friends and your neighbors are doing. Don't focus on this person having all these likes and all that kind of stuff. It does not matter at the end of the day. God has you exactly where he needs for you to be to do exactly what he needs to do in you. And stay focused on that. The last transformative truth that I want to deal with is, is this, and I can do a two for one for this. Break free, break yourself free from the world's preconceived notions of you and break free from your own thoughts and judgments of yourself. Break free from those things. Don't allow the world to continue to define you make assumptions about you just because of your um, your demographics or because you are a black woman or a black man or 
because you only went to high school or because you live in this neighborhood or because you have this type of job. None of that. And do not continue to corrupt yourself by having those types of thoughts. Sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. We can truly be our own worst enemy sometimes. And so we've got to stay laser focused and tunnel vision on what God is saying about us. Break free from those judgments. Break free from those assumptions. Stop being our own worst enemy. Stop allowing people to pour stuff into us and say negative things about us and and all of those kinds of things. We got to stay focused on what we know God says about us and everything that we've allowed to dilute We have to now get rid of those things, pour those things out, move forward from a fresh place with fresh perspective, proper perspective. Allow God to just pour into us and speak life into us and let that be the thing that defines us. Remembering who we are and remembering whose we are and operating from that place. That is how we continue to be empowered. That is how we continue to inspire ourselves. And that is how we continue to transform our mindsets. We are intentional each and every day. We are consistent each and every day. We are persistent each and every day. And so regardless of what a person may think or say, or try to do. We are not allowing those things to define us. We're no longer in that box. We're no longer um, caught under the assumption of what they think or how they feel. We don't allow that to, you know, make us start operating in fear and and not be bold and go forth with what we know that God told us that he needed for us to do. We are bold and courageous and we're fearless in the things of God and the purpose and the plan that he has put on the inside of us. And we trust solely on him for every step, every instruction that we know that the instructions will not be watered down. They will not be diluted. They will not be contaminated because we are trusting in the pure unadulterated truth and word of God that we know that when he speaks to us we'll know that it is him because we are not corrupted ourselves because we have intentionally set ourselves aside we have made a decision to be distinguished and represent him well here in the earth that's all that matters and so when you have that close relationship with him when you're walking really really close with him it makes it easy to know his voice the bible says that you know that his sheep know his voice and another he they shall not follow and so we'll know deep deep down that it is him speaking and we'll know the difference between him speaking and the enemy trying to speak to us and taunt us and and try to woo us back into these dangerous things that we know are no good for us that we oftentimes have let that be the thing that defined us but now we make a decision to do better because we know better I hope that in this week you will begin to define yourself by what God says, that you no longer define yourself by your family history, by your past mistakes, by the things that you may possess, but that you are possessed by the greatest, greatest, greatest father that we could ever ask for and relish 
and how much he treasures you, how much he values you, how much he has need of you, how much he loves you to make you his own very special treasure and put his gifts, his talents, his ability, his love, his lightness in you for such a time as this here in the earth. What an amazing, amazing promise. What an amazing, amazing position to be in, to know that we are known and loved and seen by God and used of him. That's a great perspective to have. That is a great way to be defined here in the earth and in heaven. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope that you'll join me on next week for a brand new episode on a brand new topic as we continue to empower, inspire, and transform mindsets. Remember, today is a great day to be made new. And I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.